Welcome to yet another episode of Where in the World is Awesome Ty. That's going to be the last episode, I think. I think this is the last one because uh, our time is up. Yes, my investigation has come to a close. I've uh, come to my conclusions. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I think you both know. I thought you were just... I think we both know exactly what happened. I thought that you were just talking about... Anyways, hold on, hold on. Continue, yeah. Hold on. Go through your little spiel. Yeah. Uh, My name... I'm on the clock. My name is Michael J. Booyah, yep. campaign manager for uh, the Awesome Tie mayoral campaign. I guess I, we don't have to say 2018 anymore because it's 2018 now. So we can just leave that part out. You can say whatever you it's want. It's kind of nice to say, though. So I am the campaign manager for 2018 Paso Robles, California mayoral candidate, Awesome Tie Beskosny. And um, joining me once again is Detective Robert Depperschmidt. Uh, 30 years on the force, 14 years private eye. Uh, I, he's informed me of a lot over the past few weeks. <laughs> and, uh, I, I thought that he was just done because his $72,000 had run up and I, we talked about it and I refused to pay him again. I think that he should find Ty. He thinks that he shouldn't. So I thought that he was just going to leave town, but he, as he just informed me, he, his investigation has come to an end, and he knows what happened. He was a cop and good at his job, but he committed the ultimate sin and testified against other cops gone bad. Cops that tried to kill him, but got the woman he loved instead. Framed for murder, now he prowls the badlands, an outlaw hunting outlaws, a bounty hunter, a renegade. I know exactly what happened, pal. So first of all, thank you for joining me again. You're welcome. And uh, I want to know. It's good to be back on your, your internet radio program once again. Mm-hmm. Well, the the people, um, I want to say the people uh, deal with you. I was going to say the people love you, but that would be a lie. Because, uh, you know, when you think about who you are and, you know, the type of morals you have, you are one of the worst people ever. Well, you know, quite honestly, I don't give a rat's ass what you or anybody else thinks about me. And um, that's why we love I'm you. I'm in this for the $72,000, which I've already received. Um, I, I did my, I, I did over my share because technically, again, I charged you $72,000 for one month's services. I think I've been here close to six weeks now. Yeah. So, so you've gotten, you know, the extra time. And I think that Frankly, for you to, to criticize me and my performance uh, is is quite dubious, considering the conclusion that I've come to as to the case. Okay, well, you're right, and I'm sorry. And I want to know. I want to know what your conclusion is. Can you tell us? Can you I, tell me right now? Absolutely, I can. But I'm going to reveal that at the end of the episode. So, so just carry on with you know whatever you have to say, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal to the entire world exactly what happened to this 2018 Paso Robles, California mayoral candidate. Is he safe? Is there muck involved? There's going to be muck on the ground right now if you don't just go about your business. Okay, all right. Um, while, well, while we're here and while we're waiting, there are some things that I want to talk about. And that, of course, is 
some local happenings that have been going on in Paso Robles. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to talk to you about them, get your opinion, see how you feel about it. Maybe, uh, you know, uh, maybe it could spawn some memories about Martinez and such. I don't know. But first of all, I do have um, this DUI checkpoint that recently happened right in the smack dab middle of town on 14th and Spring. Yep. And uh, it was just reported that this DUI checkpoint got zero drunk drivers. Zero. Yeah. Right in the middle of town. So that's not to say that, that, that nobody's drinking and driving because I've maybe in the past week known of, you know, probably a half a dozen people, a half a baker's dozen, possibly, possibly, that have, uh, that have drank and then uh, gotten into a car and driven somewhere. So there's a, there's an argument that this is non-effective and a waste of money. Now, how do you feel about checkpoints? Did you do those in Chicago? Were you ever involved in those? Uh, like, do you have any sort of feeling on them at all? I was never a traffic cop, Michael. When I spent my my uh, t- 14, 14 years on the beat, I was more of a, you know, bust in, crack some skulls type of beat cop. I was never a little motorcycle traffic cop, so I wouldn't know much about a DUI checkpoint, but I will tell you that zero, zero arrests for... I thought, for it was eight, DU- I thought it was eight years on the beat. Do you really need to jump in and correct me here? Sorry, sorry about that. I will say that... When any sort of police operation yields zero arrests, you've got you've got a real problem there, and that's to say that if it were me running the operation, you plant the evidence. So if there is no crime, you make a crime. You make a crime. I see. You make the crime. Yeah. So does this zero speak- arrest? That's a that's a that's a shame to the to the Paso Robles Police Department. Mm-hmm. So does this does this speak uh, as a as a shame in your case or a testament in others' cases to the Paso Robles Police Department and them not being corrupt and, and creating crime? I want to say that there was probably plenty of other arrests, just no drunk drivers. But uh, it could be them, you know, being straight. It could be. People, uh, you know, drunk drivers just being able to, you know, look on social media and say, oh, there's a checkpoint here. I shouldn't go there. I drove by the DUI checkpoint. They did not stop me. I just drove right through. I just drove right through. It was the, just the other night. Well, that's the blue coat of silence, right? They just waved at you. They, they gave me a wink and a nod. Like how like how when a guy on a motorcycle drives by another guy on a motorcycle that he's never met. They knew just like the, the homosexuals can spot one another. A policeman can spot another officer. So it's some sort of like sixth sense or gaydar. I would say it's more just a haircut and a stern sense of, of um, benevolence, superiority over the general, the general man. Okay. You know, you can spot it. It takes one to know one. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think that these are highly ineffective. Highly ineffective. Again, <coughs> you just plant the evidence. You pull someone out of their car. You douse them with scotch. You smack them around a little bit. You you know maybe bust up a mirror on their car and you write you write you know yeah you write the report. And again, hey, I don't know. I don't know anything about Chicago, so I'm just gonna take your word for it. That that's I, how it I goes. don't know nothing about being no traffic cop. I'm not a little, 
You know, that's that's the bottom man on the totem pole. I was up at the top, Michael. Mm-hmm. 22 years homicide. That's right. 22 years homicide. So, uh, so you're right. I'm sorry for asking. But... Uh, you may as well be asking me about, you know, parking meters. Do you, what, well, what do you know about parking meters? I know nothing about parking meters. What do you think I don't, about I don't give out tickets. I'm not a traffic cop. I'm not a parking cop. Have you, never, have you ever paid for a parking meter? Like, as a civilian? Uh, as, a, as a law enforcement official, I do not have to use parking meters. I just, I just don't pay them. Oh, really? Yep. There's a special sticker on it on my car. Oh. That tips off, yeah. Other other cops. Do you have extra <laughs> extra stickers? No. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I I heard this uh, this story about these cops in um, I forget where it was. I want to say Florida, but that might be wrong. And they were uh, they were doing these DUI checkpoints and having no success or no luck, and then. They decided that instead of spending all this money and time and, you know, employing all these officers, it takes, you know, fucking however many officers to run a checkpoint, all the lights, all the fucking bullshit, have to bring out all the equipment. Instead of doing that, they went and set up little, you know, chunk, like little three people groups of officers in the parking lots of bars, local bars. And... They would just kind of like post up, wait. They would wait for people to come out of the bars that were obviously inebriated and go and get into their car as if they were going to drive it. And then they would get out, go up and approach them, find out if they were drunk. And if they were drunk, they would pay for them to get a ride home. So they would take all this money that they were taking, paying these officers salaries on this traffic, on the DUI checkpoint. And they were using it to pay Uber. They had like teamed up with Uber or Lyft or something and were giving these people rides home and then arranging a ride in the morning for them to come back and get their car. And they ended up spending like 60% of the like funds that they did for a regular checkpoint. And then it was something, it was some amazing amount of people, like 70 people that they kept from drinking and driving. That were 100% going to drink and drive. So, that's effective. Yeah, that's effective in Florida where, where everybody's marrying their cousin and pussyfooting around. You go to Chicago, the majority of the Chicago Police Department's budget's being spent on combating gang violence. Yeah. We don't have the luxury of worrying about, you know, little little Joe and Sally sipping a little bit of wine and, and getting behind the wheel of a vehicle. You've got people shooting each other all throughout the city. Yeah, I guess every you're right. night, every day, people are being met, you know, brutally murdered, including my my partner Martinez, who, as you know, you know, died face down in the muck in a gangland style shooting. Mm-hmm. So, so excuse me if I'm not worried about wine coolers and muck again being a mixture blood, of mud. blood it's and when mud. The blood mixes with the, the 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 dirt in the street and becomes a, a blood mud, a muck, a muck. Yeah, when it runs a muck. The blood, the streets run amok with blood. Is that what it is? No. Well, sorry. But either way, uh, checkpoint. You guys, you guys killed it. Good job. Good job, police That's department. It's a bigger waste of money than you paying me seventy-two thousand dollars. Well, uh, hopefully it isn't because no, it, it absolutely is, uh, and you you know why. 
I don't, I don't know. You know perfectly well what's happened to Awesome Ty, just like I do. No. And just like I'm pretty sure everybody knows at this point. I don't think it's a secret. I don't know why you keep why you keep saying you know why. And, you know, like insinuating okay. that I have some sort of idea what's happening. You are. You told me that you're going to wait till the end of the show yep, to say it. I am. So how the fuck should I know what it is? You, you know, you've known all along. All right. Well, I guess you're trying to, it's like some Karate Kid, Cobra Kai shit, like I know in my heart. You but, know because you were behind it. What are you saying? I'm saying that there was no kidnapping. It was staged. It was a hoax. It was phony. And I'm saying that Awesome Ty is hidden away somewhere perfectly fine, waiting for for this whole charade to come to an end so he can hop back and try to garner more attention for his campaign. I'm saying that's exactly what happened. I'm saying the kidnapping was as real as, as women's rights or aliens. No, that's absolutely false. Okay, uh, explain yourself then. Explain explain how that's false because all, everybody knows that all the evidence pointing to this way, people have seen Ty, that he's been spotted. We've received numerous tips now that he's perfectly fine. You know who else has been spotted? Tupac's been spotted. There are pictures of, of Ty. Of Tupac. There's pictures of Tupac. There's pictures of Elvis. Elvis has been spotted. In his old house in Graceland, <laughs> Graceville, <laughs> I'm not sure, but that's that's completely ridiculous. Okay, what's completely ridiculous is this entire thing, Look, and you taking seventy two thousand dollars and paying it to me, knowing yeah, it, perfectly yeah. well that this thing is completely would fabricated. I, would I pay seventy two thousand dollars for a joke, just to just to have a laugh, just for me and Ty to sit back and laugh about it? Apparently, yes. Apparently, that's exactly what you would do. No, absolutely not. I know that I know that it looks a certain way, and it looks like this would be a good move for the YouTube series, but uh, that's it's that's not what happened. This was a inconvenient uh, convenience. It's too convenient, is what it was. And it's just, it's too obvious that it's me. And that's why, you know, I hired you and you shouldn't be looking into me. I didn't have to look hard, pal. You, you made it pretty evident. Um, I don't know what, I don't know what you're talking about. Do you have any proof? Do you have any proof that this As happened? a matter of fact, I do. I, I have obtained some hard evidence um, through some surveillance that I've done behind your back behind Ty's back and I have the proof right here in my my briefcase what you do absolutely I do and I'm, I'm about to you know as if I'm not Wait, doing hold it hold on I'm gonna expose hold on this whole thing for what it Wait, is and hold that's on. nothing Bob, more Bob calm down okay come on man just calm down for a second just breathe whatever you have in that briefcase that points towards me as being involved in this that's that's not that's You've been misled. It's fabricated. I, I, I beg to differ, my friend, because this the, what I have here in my briefcase uh, proves beyond a reasonable doubt that, that you, uh, Ty, and 
potentially a couple of other accomplices fabricated uh, this entire this whole entire you know chain of events for your YouTube series. No, that's yeah. no, okay. I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna have to end this. I'm gonna have to end the show. Well, you know what I'm gonna done. go ahead and uh, I'm gonna pull it out right here. You want to see it, pal? No. You wanna, look, take hold a on. look at the, No, I don't want to have a look at hold. The, have a look at. Oh my god! Oh my god! A sniper. The window just broke. The Bob, are you okay, Bob? Bob? Oh my God! There's he's face down, ladies and gentlemen. Bob is face down in the in. There's some sort of it's muck. There's muck building. Why is there so much dirt in here? The, his blood is mixing with the dirt on the ground. It's pulling it from the carpet, and he there's muck everywhere. Holy shit! I I don't know I don't know what he was about to say and what he was about to show us, but there's blood all over his briefcase now. I'm not touching that. I, I guess I guess we're never gonna know what happened to Ty. I don't know, but I think I need a new detective. Shit, I need to call the cops. I need to call the real cops. I never should have hired this guy. Okay, I'm out of here. I gotta go. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube. Watch season two. Okay, I seriously have to leave now. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Rate and review. It really helps us out a lot. Ricky Tick and Tank Tank. Seems like yesterday we used to rock the show. I laced the track, you locked the flow. So far from hanging on the block of dope. Notorious, they got to know that. Life ain't always what it seemed to be. Words can't express what you mean to me. Even though you're gone, we still a team. Through your family, I feel your dreams. In the future, can't wait to see. If you open up the gates for me, reminisce sometime. The night they took my friend. Try to black it out, but it plays again. When it's real, feelings hard to conceal. Can't imagine all the pain I feel. Give anything to hear half a breath. I know you're still living your life after death.